Belloc on Catholic journalism. A rare letter to an editor to Commonweal Magazine, yes, that Commonweal, still around today, dated November 26th, 1924. See if this still rings true to you today. Now, here's Belloc on Catholic journalism. To the editor, I cannot pretend to speak of conditions on your side of the Atlantic, for it has been the most vivid impression received by me upon every visit to the United States that the new world was so utterly different from the old as to make any pretense of criticism or advice from us to you ridiculous. But perhaps the experience I have had in Europe, especially in England, upon the same kind of task as that which you are undertaking, may be of some service, and for what it is worth I will give it. We have in Europe two very distinct worlds in which to found any Catholic effort. There is the world of the old traditional European culture in France, the Valley of the Rhine and Upper Danube, Italy, Spain, Ireland, and Southern Netherlands, or Belgium. And there is another region of which England is by far the most typical example, where the culture springs from Protestantism. It is alien to the Catholic Church and almost universally ignorant of the Catholic spirit. In the first of these divisions, the Catholic attitude toward life as a whole, towards morals, every civic action, literary activity, and the rest can be naturally expressed without any emphasis upon the hierarchy or discipline of the Catholic Church. The Catholic atmosphere is known and recognized, and there is no more temptation to or necessity for specifically Catholic action than there is in the United States for specifically Republican action. It is in the atmosphere. There are indeed violent enemies uh, to the Catholic Church and even to most things of Catholic tradition and culture, but the general tone is ours. And a man defending the institution of marriage, for instance, or property, or any other one of those social points which are essentially bound up with Catholic tradition, may take in a book or an article the full Catholic point of view without a single reference to the Church. That is as it should be. But in the Protestant culture, things are very different. There, the Catholic Church is at the best a subject through the large major- minority. It is at the best put under its opponents, and its whole culture and tradition treated as something inferior and largely boycotted. Or it is, at the worst, and England is the most conspicuous example of this, a small and timid body virtually neglected, and when it shows any strength, boycotted. The consequence of this situation is that the Catholic Church is regarded by men around it as no more than a sect, and a hostile sect at that, that is inclined to emphasize its particular organization, to put the framework of religion forward as though it was the whole of religion. Our papers in the atmosphere have hardly ever been able to avoid falling into the rut of sectarian isolation. Their advertisements are the advertisements of Catholic schools and colleges, ecclesiastical furniture, and the like. Their news has been news of the hierarchy, of the founding of the new missions, of the Vatican, of prominent Catholic men and women in their church aspect alone. The consequences naturally been that our press has had no influence outside their own body. Its propaganda, to use a modern phrase, is confined to those who already accept and is therefore wasted. Now I conceive that any literary effort to do real good outside our body to put us in our right place as the heirs and conservators and sole preservers of tradition and of civilization can only be useful if it is on the first and not on this latter plan.
Unless an article or book appeals to men upon general grounds, men cannot appreciate the strength of the Catholic foundation. What we need, if it can be done, is an organ which shall discuss all the big questions of the day with the strength, lucidity, certitude, and intellectual superiority of the Catholic views in the most general and extended fashion.